<laughs> Welcome to your Friday. You're listening to Crooked News, where we bring you crazy news, hilarious history, and the occasional listener story. Occasional listener story is what I meant to say. It's fine. You've said that three times tonight. I know. So. It's so much. Last time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah, we are goodness. binge recording. Yes. Uh, oh, this is the last one of the evening. I'm very sleepy. <laughs> I've never heard of this website before, but again, I found this from Offbeat Reddit. Okay. Like most of my articles. Um, so this is from bbngnews.com. Okay. I'm intrigued. Yes, it is by... Oh, they don't. Uh, Lowell. Lowell? L-A-W-A-L. Oh. Lowell? Tim- Timpy Tope. Sure. Timmy Tope. Okay. Yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, sure. <laughs> Mr. T. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. No, don't say that. Mr. <laughs> T is a person. Yeah. Um, company says staff will face smell check to ensure they aren't operating phone and toilet during work hours. I'm sorry? What? Mm-hmm. A workplace sign asking employees to stick to strict timing when it comes to the use of toilets during working hours has gone viral. The workplace sign from an unknown company was posted on Reddit and urged workers to not stay in the restroom for more than 10 minutes or else a smell check will be carried out. The work- What? To make sure you're not, like, taking a shit? What are you talking- What? To to make sure that you are taking a shit and you're oh not playing on your phone. Oh, God. I mean, okay. Okay. <laughs> True. Yep. So they have to come in and sniff the bathroom and make sure you actually took a shit? They have to smell the toilet. Ew, that's gross. Yep. The but work- I also get it. Yeah. The workplace sign says if the smell check is done and the toilet is smelling, then it meant that the worker is really busy. But if it wasn't smelling, then it means the worker was operating his or her phone. Oh, no. What if your shit doesn't stink? <laughs> <laughs> That's <Sorry>. no one. <laughs> I know. Sorry. If in it was bathroom- a bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> and this is like handwritten in English. So it is an American company. Oh, no. Is it misspelled? Because that's how the, all the signs are in the bathroom at our work. No. <laughs> <laughs> the door has said, lock on the door, Cobb, doesn't work. Oh, my for God. For the past year. <laughs> oh, my God. If it does... <laughs> so if it does not stink, employees' name will be reported to the office. This led to a lot of funny comments on Reddit, with many users on the social network making mockery of the workplace notice. <laughs> making a mockery! <laughs> a Reddit How dare they! A Reddit user commenting on the post said, Wait, so if it stinks, then you don't get in trouble, but if it doesn't, you do? <laughs> uh, this is an obvious joke, no? Another <laughs> user commented. Um, and, and yeah, what else it was just- floats? <laughs> Wood! <laughs> a duck! <laughs> so if she weighs the same as a duck, <laughs> then she's a witch! <laughs> All right. Are you ready for mirror.co.uk again? Sure. All right. Tell me the title. A uh, woman gets home to find asshole husband has covered kitchen in wrapping paper. What the fuck? <laughs> Is she married to Jim Halpert? <laughs> and is her name Dwight? No. Okay. <laughs> this is by Courtney Pochin. 
Um, A woman got a big surprise when she walked into her kitchen to discover that her husband had covered the entire room in Christmas wrapping paper and even individually wrapped the utensils. Oh, my God. There are lots of pictures if you guys want to go look at the article. That is so much work. (laughs) A Christmas prank was taken. I'm so tired thinking about that. Oh, my God. That's dedication. It is. That's what someone said. To being a real dick. Yes. (laughs) It's so wasteful. (laughs) <laughs> that's what someone else said to you yeah. a christmas prank I'm was in ta- tune <laughs> a christmas prank was taken to extremes when a man got a little bit carried away with a roll of wrapping paper I mean, a little bit is a big <laughs> under like underestimation of this yes <laughs> under exaggeration i think you were underreacting <laughs> yeah yeah und- i don't know what word i'm even looking for <laughs> Nicola from Newcastle got a shock when she returned home on Monday and walked into the kitchen. That's because her husband, Carl, had covered the entire room in Christmas wrapping paper, including the fruit, chopping board, and utensils. Why did he have this much time? I don't know. (laughs) How fast of a rapper is he and how much meth did he take? He didn't take meth, but the (laughs) the amusing act took him around two hours to complete. Two hours? That's it? (laughs) Yep. And it's fair to say Nicola wasn't all that impressed with his work. No. <laughs> Sharing snaps of her new Honey, kitchen. you have to get help. <laughs> <laughs> Sharing snaps of her new kitchen on Facebook, she wrote, My asshole of a husband came up with the bright idea to wrap part of the kitchen for Elf on the Shelf. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, what? And there's a little Elf on the Shelf that's just sitting on one of the shelves. Wow. <laughs> Oh my god, it's sitting on the stove. He wrapped the stove and like the the thing of utensils mm-hmm. like your wooden spoons and shit. He wrapped that too. Um He's insane. Yep. <laughs> this is insane. You're going to make this big of a thing just for elf on the shelf? What the hell are you going to do next year? <laughs> you wrapping the house? <laughs> the entire exterior of the house was covered in wrapping paper. Yep. Look what the elf did, children. <laughs> Two hours later in a divorce on the cards, it's done, including the fruit, eggs, utensils, and chopping board. Idiot even plugged the air freshener back in. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> post quickly went viral garnering, kind of hilarious yeah i appreciate it <laughs> garnering appreciate over twenty eight thousand likes and more than forty four thousand shares a whopping forty seven thousand people have also commented on the post so far with many people branding her husband a legend mm-hmm. one person pretty legendary said, yep one person said this is the level of dedication i simply don't have mm-hmm. and like definitely i don't have the patience or the focus I would lose interest in immediately. Yeah. I mean, I can barely get the presents wrapped that I bought for my family. <laughs> Cuz I just lose interest halfway yeah. through and I'm just like I would so much rather be napping. Like <laughs> I can't <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, that's so good. That yeah. was awesome. Nice work. Yeah, thanks. And I've got one more if okay. my computer won't fucking freeze. Well, stop it, computer. It's working hard over there. It is. Okay. And this is the best one, so I need it to fucking work. All right. So, are you ready? Mm-hmm. This is by Jason Overholt. Okay. For WSBT 22. Some news station. Sure. ISP. Sure. 
stolen car had handmade license plate written in crayon. No, it did not. What? It Is this did. in Florida? Indiana. Oh, Jesus. Troopers on the Indiana. <laughs> oh, my God. Tro- Come on. <laughs> Do better. Oh. Troopers on the Indiana Toll Road quickly deduced that something was wrong when they stopped to help a motorist who had a flat tire. Really? <laughs> the first was something wrong. Yep. <laughs> the first clue was the homemade paper I was license say, what plate. Was your, what was your first clue? It was what? The homemade paper license plate that was written in crayon. Oh my god, it was in paper too? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. This happened Did Friday. Did it say license plate? <laughs> I think we find out what it is here okay, in a second. I'm so excited. This happened Friday around 2.30 at the 147 mile marker of the toll road, which is north of Angola. Indiana State Police say Troopers Craig Woodcox and Zarek Finley stopped to help a man standing next to a tan Toyota Corolla that had a flat tire. All right. (laughs) That man, 20-year-old Joshua Anthony Lewis Brown from Rochester, New York, was arrested after the troopers noticed the fake plate and ran the vehicle identification number, finding out the car was stolen out of State College, Pennsylvania, on Thursday. Oh, my God. He was also already on probation for Glenn... For grand larceny. He's an idiot. Yep. Um, he was booked into Steuben Do County better. Jail. <laughs> he was booked into Steuben County Jail and, st- and charged with possession of stolen property and operating without ever obtaining a license. He faces Without ever obtaining a license? Okay, ever. It's fine. This guy <laughs> just thinks he can take whatever he wants. Yeah. Wow. He faces extradition back to Pennsylvania, which <laughs> is serious. <laughs> Police. I mean, they take it seriously in Philly, I guess. <laughs> Police say the car was stolen when the owner left it unlocked and running outside of a grocery store. The owner left it running to keep it warm. Police say you should always lock your vehicle doors if you are leaving it unattended. Yes. Yeah. True. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yep. <laughs> so he took a piece of paper and drew a license plate and then taped it to the back of the car? And someone was like, hmm, <laughs> something's wrong. I smell a fish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's hilarious. Yep. What an idiot. I saw that. And I'm Come like, yeah, on, that's, Indiana. <laughs> that's going on crooked news. <laughs> that's amazing. I yeah. love it. All right. Nice work. <laughs> Thanks. I found some good stuff. <laughs> All right. We're going to get a little medical when we, when we get back from the break. Okay. All right. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. We're back. <laughs> All right. So I came across this really fun article from Women's Health. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Why not just reveal the entire subject? Okay. Take a bizarre look back at period products used throughout history. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> If you thought tampons were a pain, wait until you see what women used in the 1920s. All right, so this is written by the beautiful Zara Barnes. Okay. In, it was published in January 30th of 2015. Nice. And there's, at the top of the page, there's a, a gorgeous picture of a giant sponge, and it's labeled, Place Inside JJ." <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> All right, so... Are you ready? I'm ready. It's never been easy to have your period, as it is now. 
Never been as easy. Sorry. Yeah. Never been as easy to have your period as it is now. <laughs> Whereas now you can grab a pad or tampon and go. Women in the past had to make do without the help of these life-changing advancements. Yeah. Quote, I started writing this book because I was so fascinated by how we got to this negative mindset about menstruation. Said, unquote, says Alyssa Stein, author of Flow, The Cultural Story of Menstruation, which I want to read. Yeah. While she researched, Stein discovered various fascinating facts about how our culture has handled menstruation over the years. So here's a timeline of how period-related products have changed throughout history. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm We're going to start with... I wish it went back even further, but <laughs> we're going to start with the 1850s. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. So this was the form fit. Well, okay. It's in quotation marks. It says form fit. Okay. And then it's a sanitary apron. Okay. This is an advertisement for Oh, it. no. Are you ready? Yeah. So, it says, only needs to be worn for you to appreciate the neat fitting style and perf- perfect satisfaction that it gives. You will be delighted with the comfort to be, de- <laughs> to be derived from wearing this sanitary apron. All right. People would develop patents for sev- for different ways to collect menstrual flow with methods like aprons. Quote, they were pieces of rubber <laughs> that you would wear over your butt between your bloomers and skirt. So when you sat down, there was a rubber barrier. Oh, my God. Says Shara Vostrel, associate professor of history at Purdue University. Boiler up. Uh... uh. Quote, they were heavy and stinky, and it could not have been comfortable. So you just go, like, a rubber balloon between your legs that's holding everything there. Yeah. It's just sloshing around oh, all day. Uh, no. Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> In the 1800s, women also, wo- women also pin cotton and flannel into their bloomers, said Bostrel. I would much rather prefer that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. 1896. Okay. A product called Lister's Towels goes on sale. They were a resounding failure. And if you want to see this picture. Yes, I do. It doesn't look like it would remotely work. This is clearly invented by someone who didn't understand what a vagina was. <laughs> yeah. Um, menstruations. Quote, menstruation's always been this taboo subject. But the Industrial Revolution brought about this ability to sell products. Menstrual products were too new and too shocking, and it's hard to sell a product that everybody is too embarrassed to talk about, unquote. So take a look at this. I don't even know how to describe it. Okay. It's a suspender situation with like a sack or a towel sack that hangs down way between your legs almost to your knees. Oh, no. And you strapped it over your shoulders. Oh, no. And there's some weird pictures. They don't even understand how a vagina works or what it looks like. No. Clearly. So. It's like a feed bag between your legs. What the actual fuck? <laughs> there's no way that worked. No, no Absolutely way. no way that that worked. No. It was clearly invented by a man. Yeah. Because he clearly had no idea how a flow, a menstrual flow actually worked. Yeah, none. Yeah, no way. 
No way. But that brings up a good point. You can't uh, sell a product or a solution for something that nobody wants to talk about. Yeah, no. Not a viable one, anyway. All right, so let's talk about Kotex. Okay. Kotex, still around today. Uh, They make some fine panty liners. (laughs) All right, so... Uh, so this is now when 1820, uh, not 1820, I'm so sorry, 1920. Okay. Turn of the century. <laughs> All right. Kotex sells the first pad made of cellulose, a cotton acrylic blend that was used for bandages during the First World War. Quote, mm. after the war was over, there were warehouses of, warehouses of this stuff, says Stein. Nurses of, in France were using it to soak up menstrual flow, unquote. To capitalize on the connection, Kotex's ads featured nurses and showcased the pads as a revolutionary way to treat periods. To treat periods. Treat your condition. <laughs> Quote. Your condition pre- that you can't help. I know, right? Jeez. It's funny the way that uh, language reveals things. Um, yeah. Quote. They were presented as, quote quote again (laughs) if it's good enough for our soldiers it's good enough for us says stein they were marketed towards wealthy white women who could patronize the department stores where they were sold patronize not patronize sorry who could patronize Mm -hmm. the department stores where they were sold yeah the women would leave a nickel in a jar and take a pad from a box so they wouldn't have to call attention to themselves heaven forbid Wow. You want to do something really fun? Work with six guys and then have someone come over and say, do you need a, Do you have a tampon? And then brazenly open the cabinet of your office desk mm-hmm. and say, what size? <laughs> <laughs> the eyes, you guys. Yeah. It's awesome. I love it. Make it normal. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, a change in advertising technique helped popularize the products. Quote, a lot of the ads had to teach people how to consume things, unquote, says Stein. Quote, they would have a ton of written description about the pad- about what the pads were and how they make you a better person. Oh, my God. <laughs> this year, women also got the right to vote. That's also almost exactly 100 years ago. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? At this point, yeah. Um... <laughs> Five cents each. Twelve for sixty cents. Goodness gracious. All right. This is a really fun one. Okay. So this is a menstrual belt. Oh, no. I have no fucking clue how it works. There's no instruction, but there's a lot of numbers. Mm -hmm. And it looks basically like a belt. And then you clip some kind of disposable thing in between the belt. So one end of the belt goes in front of your front butt and then your the front other butt. part goes <laughs> in front of your, your back butt. <laughs> and <laughs> then in between you clip something and there's a thousand parts and it looks super complicated and crazy. And it's this first appeared in 1922. So take a look at that. Oh, Yikes. It looks like a chastity belt. A little bit. Chastity. Chastity. Yes. A little bit weird. All right. Yeah. So here we go. First cup. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that this didn't work <laughs> uh, based on the diagram I've just seen. Yeah. Uh, one should not put something right in the very front bit or, you know. Yeah. The, uh, the just inside bit of yeah. one's vagina is not where one holds things no (laughs) so uh okay so in the 1930s the first menstrual cup patented and produced by a woman oh yay 
named Liana Chalmers shows up in an ad. Quote, they weren't a big success because most people prefer not to touch anything bloody, even even though apparently they're much more effective, says Stein. So, I mean, it was basically a diva cut, but I wonder if this is just... It was too bloody for the time. Well, I just, I wonder if this was just a bad drawing. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you can see it's literally kind of showing you that you should keep it right there in the in the in the most painful place <laughs> oh. of your vagina like look at it like that's not oh where you put a no that's not where you put a diva cup either it goes mm. way up in there and then there's a string to pull it out yeah so yeah but isn't that cool i didn't yeah. know that they had diva cups that quickly all right now we have the tampon <laughs> with the applicator all right 1931 all hail the tampon <laughs> a man Invented the tampon. Oh, wow. Uh, Earl Haas creates okay. the modern tampon as we know it. Made out of cardboard and cotton and complete with an applicator. Quote, the applicator meant women could insert a tampon into their in, on their own without a physician, and but not having to touch themselves, says Vostrel. <laughs> Kotex didn't think it would work and passed on it. It's interesting that they said they could insert a tampon on their own without a physician. Did you have to go to the doctor? Maybe you did for a bit. Every time? That would be every couple hours. Yeah. That's insanity. That's mm-hmm. insanity. Mm-hmm. It, I can't. Uh, it's, uh, fuck, uh, f- nope. Mm. <laughs> nope. All right. <laughs> Tampax. Ready? Yep. All right. 1933. Mm-hmm. A woman named Gertrude Tindrick buys the patent and founds Tampax. Tampons were trans were advertised for married women only. Why yeah. do you think that is? Yeah, because it could take your virginity. Yep. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As people thought they <laughs> thought that women would lose their virginity if they inserted one. They also had a medical use before they went commercial. Quote. People were putting all sorts of tinctures on them to treat prolapsed uteruses, which is when ligaments, which is when ligaments are severed or don't work, and it kind of collapses into the vaginal canal. Oh, says Vostril, which fucks—that's nope. fucking awful. No, nope. um, they were meant to keep the uterus up. That's not how tampons work. No. So, all right. So then we get into the beltless feminine napkin, which is a pad. Basically. Yeah. Okay. So, number 1969. That's the first time we got one of these. So, Stay Free, still a good brand, Mm -hmm. puts out the first pads with an adhesive strip, which was a game changer. Oh, yeah. And it put an end to the belts. (laughs) (laughs) Quote, I know it seems so normal now. But it was a big deal that these could that these could peel back, says mm-hmm. Vostrel. These developments in menstrual products went hand in hand with the scientific and technolo- technological progress of the times. Quote, people weren't looking... Blah, blah, sorry, lost, I can't speak anymore. I've been talking all day. <laughs> people weren't looking to come up with something that would make l- women's lives easier, mm-hmm. says Stein. Uh, things like adhesive pads and pads made of cellulose were treated like a trickle-down effect. Were created by a trickle-down effect. Mm-hmm. Just kind of fucked up. <laughs> Welcome to the beltless, pinless, fussless generation. 
then we have our first tampon commercial looking thing of course <laughs> <Where> someone <laughs> is so happy never looked like that on my period in my life <laughs> no never nope all right nope so i thought that was really cool yeah um that was an there, interesting there's one. There's a few more, but it's mainly just like more iterations of the Diva Cup and more iterations of birth control and Tampax mm-hmm. and things like that. But I thought that was super cool. So mm. it was so it's so interesting because you can really see how the priorities of our society have shifted, mm-hmm. you know, and it, how much better the tampons that are made by women <laughs> actually are because we have vaginas and know yeah. how a tampon should feel yeah, and what it should do for you and things like that. So I just thought that was really interesting. Yeah, It's always something I think about when I watch Outlander or something. I'm just like, okay, so what is she doing <laughs> when she bleeds? You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? And of course it didn't go back that far. <laughs> but still, I thought it was fun to kind of go that route. So. Yeah. <sighs> all right well thank you guys so much for listening yeah uh we're gonna go to sleep uh we love you and remember you are not a monster bye guys bye thank you for listening to talk crooked music is by gizla Niebach. check out our website talkcrooked.wixsite.com slash podcast for sources and visual aids as well as resources to get involved to keep up with our nonsense and stay up to date on all things crooked, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook at Talk Crooked. To keep the shots coming, access ex- exclusive bonus content, get a free poster, and a shout out on air, head on over to our Patreon. All links can be found on our website. You can listen to us basically anywhere you get your podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you have interesting stories relating to our content, please send them to talkcrooked at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on the show. For business inquiries or sponsorships, please email us at carryandkbusiness at gmail.com. See you next time. <laughs>